and welcome to the Scaling Therapy Practice. This is James Marland, your host. This is the show where we encourage you to take intentional steps towards sustainable growth. I am joined with co-hosts Lisa Mustard and Steve Biso. Welcome. Hey, thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Uh, Yeah, you're welcome. (laughs) I'm glad you're here. So this week, uh, we're going to talk about social media and marketing your so- your mental health services through social media. I have a, a story to start out with, though. Uh, I don't know if you've um, done something after and like spent 20, 30 minutes on it and then realized, why am I doing this after afterwards? So I had this, uh, uh, Steve knows, uh, I, I had this... Um, my headset died because my cable was not recording. So we were talking and all of a sudden I can't hear anything and I'm trying to switch audio devices and nothing's working. And so I, I realized that my cable wasn't tight. So I looked up this YouTube video on how, you know, how do you fix that? And so it, it uh, says, well, you might need to like pop out the pins a little bit on the cable. And so I, I got a, a little magnifying glass in the video. I got this magnifying glass and I got this little screwdriver and that was too big. And then I uh, got a needle and that was starting to work. And then I'm like, wait a minute. Why don't I just switch cables? <laughs> right. Right. That's what it is. And, uh, yeah, that worked. <laughs> that that solved, the, uh, that solved the issue right away. I, I don't know. Does that? Can you relate to that? Oh yes, I'm sure. Uh, I know. I that happens too many times, and mine was having trouble one day, and um, it was because the cord on the bottom was not attached to the microphone, so I was yeah. having a lot of trouble with my microphone for some odd reason because of that. I've done that too. It hasn't been like yeah. all the way in, like just enough. Yeah. You think it's in, but then you push on it, and you're like, oh, and then you can hear. Yeah, yeah, everything works. Yeah, yeah. No, I've done that I, so many times. And I just, you know, I thought that was just a funny story. And sometimes, you know, uh, in, in business and running things, you, you try to fix, you just try to get by or scrimp. And all you need to do is just, you know, spend $5 on a cable. Yeah. So, I get that. I, I can. Oh, yeah. Amen. <laughs> yeah. I was just wasting so much yeah. time with that that one little thing. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about social media today, and uh, Steve brought up this really cool tool. Uh, wh- Steve, why don't you tell us about this social media tool that people can use right now? Well, talking about some of the, some of the stuff that we do is that when we want to get something that's not too expensive, well, Buffer if is an app that you can use that is actually free for up to three channels, and after that, you can add seven whatever you want as long as you're paying. But the reason why I like Buffer is that it goes to the major medias. So uh, what do we call it this week? X? Formerly Twitter. Formerly Twitter. Twitter. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and others that I probably should know that I don't necessarily know. But basically what you do is you do one post and it will distribute to all those posts without you having to go to every site and doing it. And Buffer does that for free which is very helpful because um, I don't know if you've ever spent time trying to do the LinkedIn one and then I'm jumping to Instagram and you know it shows up at Facebook, but then you got to do one for Twitter, but Twitter's too many characters, so you got to cut it, find the right part. All that is taken away from you. 
and uh, I think Buffer is also working on a AI will which will automatically put in those hashtags for you. So that way you don't have to be like overly cautious about everything. So Buffer is something that I would recommend to therapists. Very easy to use, free for up to, I think, three channels. After that, there is a paid one that can give you, I can't remember, it's like 10 channels or something like that. Um, and I find it very useful. So I re highly recommend Buffer as a very easy way to distribute to your, your numerous uh, social media apps that you have. So you could do Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest or something if you were just on the free plan. Right. And I, I do uh, X. Uh, okay. But you can go, I, I think you can go TikTok. You can go, uh, I'm looking mm. at it as we speak, Pinterest, mm. Mastodon, I've never heard of, yeah. and I'm sure I should probably like, know what that is. It's like X. It's like when. Oh, okay. okay. And I, I think threads will probably show up eventually. Um, but anyway, that's a good way to do it. So if you're on a budget, there's a free free version, and I don't know how much they charge for the full version. Me being only on Instagram, LinkedIn, and X, I have other. I have the other ones. I'm just not as active as I am, and I don't put a lot of video, so I don't put TikTok on there. Uh, just an easy way for everyone to get their message out there, whatever that message is, without having to redo your work three times. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for that uh, tool and tip. Uh, it's always good to have time-saving things. And uh, I know I, I post to certain social media sites and the, the biggest hassle for me is just what you said, reposting the same thing to multiple places. That's great. We're going to get into our uh, main topic today of social media, social media for mental health services. And uh, first, uh, I, before we get into like some of the questions, what are what are the services you use the most? Like, what is your if you had one platform and you were just going to use that, what would you use? What do you think, Lisa? I only had if you just had one. Oh, I, yeah, well, be... I'd use Pinterest if I only had one. Okay. I like Pinterest, uh, and I could probably do a whole podcast episode on Pinterest. Um, Pinterest really, <laughs> Pinterest really isn't. Hey, we're here, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I'll take it. But away. I want to say Pinterest really isn't social media. It's more of a search engine, but it's mm -hmm. it's used. There is a social component to it, but most people don't use it as a social component. They go there to look for things that they're looking to solve problems for themselves. Um, so that's my favorite. But gosh, if I had to pick another one, I guess Facebook. Although I I do like Instagram too. So I don't know. I don't really like yeah. social media anymore. I'm kind of over it. So. I'm probably not the best person to be on this episode, but I'll give my, I'll be, I'll give you my honest opinions and I'll tell you what I do differently instead, but that I, okay. that I like. We'll get, we'll get yeah. there. I'm, I, I can't wait to hear why you're done with social media. <laughs> what about you, Steve? Well, I'm just going to put a little social media comment here. It depends on which date we're recording, right, Lisa? Yes. Because I remember a time where I saw you post like on mm -hmm. pretty much every platform that I follow you on right. and then suddenly you disappear. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's the, the hard part about social media. And for me, because of that, Instagram is the one that I find easiest to post on, mm -hmm. to put stuff on and to share. Um, the, the, if you ask me personally, what I like better to look at, I definitely am more of a TikTok guy who likes to listen to different things. And I find it a lot more interactive mm -hmm. than Instagram. But on a business standpoint, uh, I think Lisa's absolutely right. If you're gonna you're gonna get more business from Facebook 
than you will from any other social media. And there's stats that prove that. And I don't have them in front of me. I wish I did because uh, it's somewhere upstairs in my kitchen. Uh, I left them there. I was like, oh, I'm getting ready for this podcast somewhere over there. Um, but uh, Facebook is definitely what's going to bring you, without the ads, I people actually go to Facebook more for the search of therapists and people who can help them in coaching businesses than any other social media app. So you ask me personally, I like TikTok better. My business, I like Instagram. But if I was trying to acquire business, Facebook is the way to go. Cool. And if I if I could choose one and be good at it, I would like YouTube. I know it's sort of like a not quite a I mean, I guess it's social media, but I I like the the teaching aspect of YouTube and I go to YouTube all the time on like how to do this. I was just talking in the, the intro. Like I went to the YouTube on how to fix my cable, you know. Uh, I went to YouTube on how to uh I had a problem with Kajabi and I was looking up how to do this thing on Kajabi. Even though Kajabi has its own help mm -hmm. services, I went right to, to YouTube. That's where I went. Mm -hmm. And I do like, I'm starting to like the YouTube shorts, though they're not quite as infectious as the TikTok or even Instagram. I found like TikTok, I would go there for, you know, one thing and then 30 minutes later, I'm watching like car crash videos with dance music in the background and, you know, can't get away from it because it's just it's just a, a virus that that TikTok. So I, I, it's a bigger time waster than a, a learning tool for me. Yeah. But I, I would love to get really good at YouTube and um, but but that's my personality, right? Like I like I like teaching and I like to I like to learn things. And uh, I, I just admire that a little more than and so. And it, um, yeah, YouTube, YouTube for me. Cool. So we're going to we're going to ask some questions about social media. And uh, the first question on social media for marketing for a, a mental health service or practice is uh, why, you know, why? Why should we even spend time, energy and money on doing anything for marketing and social media services and lisa if you're a little jaded you can go the other way and say no you shouldn't but uh what do you what what, what do you think well, steve what do you think why or well go ahead, i just, lisa. What do you I think? just want to preface it and say i'm not marketing for private practice so i have to keep like keep that in mind like i don't have a private practice i i i use it mainly to market the podcast and mm -hmm. i guess like well i guess let me take that back i do life coaching so i do market the life coaching, but I market that mainly through the podcast more than I do on social media. So it's probably how I'm looking at it. Noted. Yeah. Oh, well, go I, ahead. Oh, sorry, Steve. Go ahead. I was going to say, like, for your, your private practice, the word of mouth is key. And sometimes you can go on a Google ad, but there's less interaction. I think that what happens, and this uh, comes from a business coach I worked with, you know, one of the things that I still struggle with is to put videos of myself or talking about stuff. And I know Lisa does a good job at doing those lives or talking about her own stuff. And I always find that fascinating. And that's what will attract people for, um, from social media to come to become a client or whatever you want to call them, patient, whatever the case may be. Um, and I know that my business coach, she has done a fantastic job at that. So she is very much out there and she gets the business based on that. 
I use it more of uh, sharing my ideas or sharing stuff uh, such as uh, I put on, uh, for me, I, I put a lot of like on Mondays is, is uh, my kind of like uh, spiritual Mondays. I put spiritual Mondays, Tuesdays, Trauma Tuesdays, Wednesdays, my podcast. Thursday is when I try to do uh, something, you know, personal. Friday is Friday funnies. And then Saturday is always like a hodgepodge, usually first responder stuff. But ultimately, you know, I think that what happens is I've gotten some business based upon people knowing my personality based on those posts, but I definitely get much more comments if I put like, uh, I, I think this about nine months ago, I said, oh, I struggle with selfies. I hate selfies and all that. And then suddenly I had like 27 different comments about how to take a good selfie or you're looking good or whatever. <laughs> so I'm like, my God, I, I try hard with all these deep thought processes and all I needed to say is I have trouble with selfies. Uh, but I think it's because people like to see the human side. And I think that's probably why that one had more comments and more buzz. And to this day, I have clients once in a while who will say to me, so have you mastered that selfie thing yet? <laughs> so uh, it does pay off a little bit in that way. Um, but that's why you would need social media to a certain extent. Uh do I think that it's necessarily for all businesses? I mean, you know, we've talked about different things, right? Niches. We've talked about websites. We've talked about SEOs. I think that social media, people can survive without social media. I just think that it helps create more of a personality and who you are. And it really identifies all that stuff. You know, I didn't know Lisa from a hole in a while other than she would post about her own struggles or she would talk about what she's done with, um, you know, health and fitness. Um, and things like that. And I think that that really helped me like, oh my God, I want to contact Lisa, which ended up, I contacted Lisa. And I think that that's, it wasn't because she put in something that was deeply spiritual, but rather she was herself. So that's what mm -hmm. I think social media really exposes is who you are. Cool. Well, thanks. It works. It works. Shut yeah. Up. Hey, she <laughs> But no, but I think that, you know, we joke around, but, you know, it did work, but we're so, you know, like I feel close to Lisa because of that. And it really is from her social media posts. And I have two clients who keep on saying that they're, and she sends me screenshots, sometimes a text between friends, they're like they saw you on Facebook, they saw you, we told her it was cool. And then they're exchanging, oh, that's a Steve statement. And they literally, I'm like part of their conversation. And it's kind of cool to see that they like, oh, did you see Steve's post or whatever? So that's kind of how you get that buzz going. Yeah, you're building your personal brand. I mean, that's what you're that's what you're doing on social media. It's like you're building your personal brand. So what you talk about is what you want to be known for. But you got to be careful because if you talk about something you don't want to be known for, then you start to go down that path. So I've had a I've over the years of like been down so many different paths with what I'm doing or what I'm sharing, but it's been the consistency of showing up. So the fact that I'm not as on social media as I used to be, it hasn't. I was on it for so long and for so much that people notice like when I'm not on there and they're like, what's going on? I'm like, oh, I'm just taking a break. So when I do show up, they're like, oh, you're back. It's like the, it's weird. I had this one lady tell me this was like two, I don't even know where I was. She was like, oh, you're, I know you, you're Facebook famous. I was like, what? <laughs> like, okay. But that was local. That was a local lady. And I, oh, I was like, oh, wow. we know each other. She's like, no, but your stuff, I see your stuff. We don't really know each other, but I see your stuff. So I kind of know you. I know what you're about. That was wild, you know? Yeah, nobody has ever recognized me from my 
Not yet. Oh, you do that. Not yet. Right. Not yet. That's true. I, I am going to uh, Whitney's conference, uh, so maybe I'll see somebody. It's my it's my first year of podcasting and my second year at the conference, so maybe I'll get cool. Maybe. That's exciting. Oh, so you're that you're that podcaster, dude. So, Steve, you were mentioning all these posts. Do you do it all yourself, or do you contract it out? Like, how do you get all that stuff out there? Well, me and my whole team of me um, really um, do a lot of good work. Uh, and, you know, I think that it, there's value in both, honestly. Um, I'm, I will, I, I don't think I'm a control freak, but I like to control what's out there for my brand and what I put out. Um, cause I, I once used someone to do some of my social media accounts and like, they would put some random stuff that meant nothing to me. And I'm like, mm -hmm. I was always like, Ugh, I don't like that. Mm -hmm. uh, it wasn't because it wasn't. It wasn't appropriate. It was just like, yeah, I don't know if I even believe that. Um, so I ended up, you know, call it control, call it whatever you want, you know, and uh, just going back quickly for Buffer, you can set up up to a month in advance all your posts. Um, and that helps for me to do it on a daily basis, you know, every morning try to figure out something to say. Um, but um, I think it is about, you know, creating your personal brand and who you are. And I think that that's what, you know, like Lisa is famous, obviously, uh, as we know. And uh, Absolutely. I, I, as I even in my local area, I haven't had quite the whole social media thing, but I've had, oh, you're the straight to point therapy guy. Well, I'm like, I mm -hmm. guess I am. And so it, it does get a little bit more buzz than we want to believe. And mm -hmm. that's not the worst thing in the world. Right. So Lisa, you were talking about building a personal brand. Mm -hmm. um, is that something you, you worked at, like you knew you were doing it, or was it something that just sort of you, 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 you were building your brand and you stumbled into it? I think a little bit of both. Um, I was trying to, well, this was years ago when, when I was much, young, much, much younger, 10 years ago. When I started to use Facebook more like strategically, I guess, to kind of get my brand out there. So I, I, I had heard build your personal brand. So I was looking at that, trying to understand how you do that. And this is when Facebook Live was really big. Um, mm -hmm. So I started to go live. Like I would go live all the time. And I was always just trying to add value. Um, and I think that I'm, I prefer long form com. Uh, content over short form. So for me, like doing a reel or a TikTok with like the points, like that's harder for me than it is to just like do a live and like explain something or talk about something. But yeah, no, it was something that I was intentional about. Um, and, you know, really there's two ways if you, you want to like get customers or clients through social media. The first one is you have to um, have a personal brand. You have to be consistent on social media. You have to you know, show up. Um, but it's, it takes time and it takes a lot of energy and it takes a lot of um, trying new things. And it, it's a lot of work and it, it's not it's not a it's a marathon. Right. Or you can go the other route of running ads and just put some money behind it and get it out there, you know, be be targeted. And um, so you can you can work to grow your your personal brand. But if you have the money and you just want to speed up the time to getting those clients, I would I would definitely be running ads. Um, on social media platforms now, which one should you do depends on what you're selling and I think what you're what you're trying to do. Um, but there's all I mean, there's all kinds of ways. Like, I mean, I went live every time I had a live, I had a call to action, like join my Facebook group. Um, 
send me a DM, sign up for this newsletter. You know, really, it's just you're getting out there and you're providing value and you're asking for their email. You're asking for something in return. So you're giving value and then you're asking for something in return. Similar to podcasting, like you have your value Mm -hmm. content and then in return, you're like, hey, if you like this, you know, come sign up for my, you know, newsletter or get my free download or my freebie. Um, So it's, you know, that's, that's what it's used for. And like Steve was saying, you know, we haven't always had social media. So, um, but, but so it, it's taken time for people to kind of figure out how they want to use it and how they want to show up. Um, You know, you can definitely use it for the good, as I like to call it, and be the light, be the positivity, have the hope, um, be kind, you know, um, share genuine content, be authentic. Um, But I think, you know, I just kind of the reason I've taken a step back is I'm just really tired of being glued to my phone. You know, I'm just mm. tired of scrolling. Um, I feel like it takes away from my creativity. It definitely takes away from the time I'm spending with my family. Um, so I've been a lot more aware of how much time I'm spending on it. And then when I'm on it, I'm a lot more intentional than I used to be. So I feel like I just yeah. kind of bleh about social media. <laughs> yeah. I, I do that. I took it off. So I, I've i been a little more absent from social media because I, I used to, um, I was on Facebook a lot and I was trying to go into groups and just one of, one of my coaches said, you know, go into groups and just add value, you know, share. So I was doing a lot of that. Um, but I was always on my phone. I just felt like I was always on my phone. And and uh, so I took it off my phone. And now I now I feel like I'm missing some of the contact, but I also have some of my time back. So I'm just like, right. how do I how do I do that? Well, probably how I do that is put it on the calendar and do it, do it like daily. Steve said he was doing stuff daily. Just do do 30 minutes a day of looking to add value and be social. And get out there and build your presence and build your brand, but not by selling, you know, oh, buy my course creation kit or listen to my podcast. But this is, I can answer some questions from people. That's what I would do. I would go to like creative therapists who are creating things and go into their groups. And just if somebody asked a question about Canva or something, I would answer it. If somebody asked a question about, podcast editing, I would be like, oh, I use this program and this is how I do it. You know, I would just try to add value and and um, be known in the community, you know, create that personality rather than, you know, run run ads about courses. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's how I would try to build my thing. But I but dropping dropping down, I feel like lost that a little bit. Well, not a little bit, a lot of it. Because it's not there on my phone dinging at me all the time. Yeah. Right. So let's move to, uh, uh, has anybody made mistakes with social media? Uh, what are some mistakes to avoid when you're trying to market your your therapy services or ther- services to therapists? What are some mistakes to avoid? Um, I think one mistake is, well, one thing to avoid is trying to be everywhere all at, all at the same time. So like pick the social media platform where your ideal clients are or your target audience is. Mm. So if you if you know you want to target Gen X, 
well, I don't know. I guess a lot of my peers are on TikTok these days, but they're pretty much going to be on Facebook. Um, of course, they're going to be some on Instagram, but you could, if you want to, you know, target professionals, are you overall on LinkedIn? Like you just have to know okay. where people are going. Millennials, probably more Instagram, TikTok. I don't, I don't know. Um, but you just need to be present where your target audience is. In fact, I just recorded an episode on this earlier with somebody um, on defining your target. Is it out yet? No, it's probably not going to come out for a couple of weeks, but. Um, it... Well, this won't come out for like three or four yeah. weeks. So maybe we can. Yeah, um, I'll let you highlight. know when it comes out. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah. She, that's what she was saying. I mean, she's a full time copywriter. Um, is really knowing your target audience is so important to know your target audience. Like she won't even work with you until you have defined your target audience. Because what point is her copywriting? Like, mm-hmm. you know, but that would be my my number one thing is like just don't try to be everywhere all at once because you don't have to. You really don't. How about you, Steve? You got a mistake you want to tell on yourself about? Um, I would say social desirability. Ooh, what is that? So. Basically, what I started off is I'm going to appeal to James, Lisa, John, Jane, uh, 1,400 people. (laughs) Right. Because that's how I'm going to build a brand. Sure. And that was a huge mistake. The other, that's why I mean about social desirability. I was desirable socially because it was very bland, very easy to read, and really just got a lot of people kind of like looking at it and go, hmm, hum, and move on. But when I started saying things that I truly believed and trying to be myself and trying to put stuff that I, like I said, you know, I had someone putting for a short while doing my social media and I just didn't believe in the message that they were putting out there. They tried their best. They weren't trying to be mean by any stretch and it wasn't anything bad, but it was like that vanilla stuff that I'm not very good at. Uh, I'm not a vanilla guy as probably this podcast puts out and I, I didn't need to be that way in social media. So I'm a little more pointed and, you know, there's stuff like, you know, get off your ass and do something is kind of more my message versus, oh no, wait till therapist shows up at your door and says, Hey, do you need help? And then you'll go, yay. And then, (laughs) you know, like I don't, I don't, and you know, and healing yourself through social media is also something that I push really hard at the beginning. I'm like, oh no, that's great. You got something out of social media, but if you're going to build your brand and you're going to scale your therapy practice, you know, you talked about niche last week, we talked about SEO. And not picking on anything here, Lisa, I promise. But it was really about getting to what your message is going to be. And for me, like someone gave me the name for my therapy, uh, the name of my private practice, uh, straight to the point therapy. Because they're like, you're that, that's who you are. You're not someone who's going to be like, oh yeah, continue doing things that are destructive. Oh yeah, that's great. No, I'm like, oh, that's f***ed up. You need to stop that. And I need to put that on my social media because that's who I am. And I think that the mis- that's one of the mistakes I made is I tried to be way too much for too many people and I wasn't myself. And I think that would be the one mistake I would say to, that I've made. That was uh, insightful. Uh, and uh, um, I think it kind of parallels a little bit of what what some of the struggles I've had just starting out is I want... I have all these ideas and things and I, I like, I have, uh, you know, I come from the virtual assistant world. So I have a lot of resources on virtual assistant. I like AI. I have, uh, my course creation business. I have the podcast where it's scaling therapy practice. And I believe that too many messages 
dilutes the, the the impact of the message. And I feel like that's one of my big mistakes is I'm trying to figure out what works, but I'm I'm also not uh killing the I think we talked last week about the pumpkin plan. You know, I'm not killing the seeds that are draining the vine. I'm sort of like trying to keep everything going. And um that's just not that's not creating a unified personality, uh, unified, uh, strong, uh, social media presence. It's like, what is he known for? He's known for like 30 things. So if he's known for 30 things, he's not known for anything. Uh, you know, so I know Lisa as the, you know, the podcasting or pod courses person, you know, and, and Steve, I'm getting to know is like, if you need a kick, (laughs) He's going to give it to you. You know, he's going to speak. He's going to give it to you straight type of person. That's uh, that those are great. So that that is one of my mistakes. Any other mistakes as uh, somebody's um, doing social media? Uh, what about with ads? Can people make mistakes with ads and like wasting money? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can. I, and I'm not an ads expert by any means. I mean, I. I would. Have you ever run a successful uh-huh. ad? Oh like, yeah. For people. Like I. So what did you so do? So in the beginning, when I first um, started the pod courses, like right when I launched the show, I knew that. I mean, I had known forever that I needed an email list because it's really hard to sell over and over again on social media because the algorithm, you know, your stuff's only seen like a small percentage. And um, so I ran an ad, an ad on Facebook to grow my email list. And what I was offering was a free continuing education contact hour. So, I mean, I, I just put a little bit of money. I don't even know if I just boosted a post or something. And I targeted it to, you know, people who identified as their profession was in the sometime. You can pick from all these different interests and um, occupations. And so I just did my best to, um, to, you know, be smart with it. Probably could have hired somebody to do it a little bit better, but it definitely grew my list. Um, I've had a lot of good luck running ads on Pinterest. Pinterest is a lot less expensive um, for the, at least what I found for my conversion rate. Um, mm. So I've grown email. I mean, I'm always like, I'm using social media to grow my leads, you know, so I'm going to direct people to an email, sign up for an email or download or freebie always. Um, yeah. So, so mm-hmm. I, I guess that would be a mistake to avoid yeah. is like just growing your social media list to grow your social media right. list. You. You're growing your social media list to grow your contact right. list. Yeah. I mean, I've listened to enough Amy Porterfield podcasts <laughs> and Jenna Kutcher podcasts to know, like, do not start anything yeah. without having an email list because that's, mm. I mean, that's like, because social media could go, could go down any day. Remember, was that two years ago when we lost Instagram and Facebook? How many people mm. were panicking because they lost their Facebook group where they were just selling their stuff to all the time? I didn't panic because I was like, I got my email list. Like, I'm okay. You know, I can, I, I still have an email list. It was still growing because I was doing my marketing over on Pinterest. Um, but we're, we relied too much on social media when really we need to be relying on growing that email list or working to grow the email list, I think. So if you're running ads, then make sure you are directing them to something that you can convert to a lead and that you can measure. Don't hire me to do your ads because I'm not an ad person. <laughs> just know that I don't have a, I don't have I don't have like a special formula or anything. I just I just know they can work when you have the right formula down. Have you ever run ads, Steve? I've run ads for a course I run to start your own private practice. Okay. 
Okay. And, and the best way to describe it is when I said, you know, start your own private practice was got a, a ROI, a return on investment that was very poor. Uh, but when I said, are you looking to grow your practice? Are you looking to start your practice? And I started off with a question. Mm-hmm. I saw that the ad gave me an ROI that was significantly better. And I think that when you offer something, like you said, a freebie or like an answer to a question they might have, do you want to deal, do you, do you want to go to a CU class or do you want to do it while you're walking? And most people will be like, Ooh, that's interesting. Let me click on that. So what I found very helpful in the ads is if you start off with a question or what you're going to give away, you know, Mm -hmm. free advice on anxiety. Most people are willing to click on that. If you say anxiety is difficult, people will be like, yeah, we all know that and move on. It's true, yeah. So for the advice that I would give about the ads, and I just realized I swore twice and I hadn't sworn before. I swear a lot in my private life. I hope that's okay. I don't know what, uh, I don't want to make it. I'll figure it out. Bleep me out. Uh, But but point point being is, you know, like it wasn't about the money, like, and you know, I, I like what Lisa said about Pinterest. It was really about what I was offering because if you're not offering anything on social media to grow your email list, to offer a uh, CU, to offer a course, to offer whatever, and there's no solution to their problem, like put a question where there's going to be a solution to it and that you're offering. I think that that would be the best ads that I've had and that's been successful on Facebook, on Instagram, and uh, I've never done Pinterest, uh, but I think that where was the other one? I did it somewhere else and I can't, I'm blanking right now because I want to tell you, but I did it somewhere else and that was a great return on investment. When I just said um, something like um, course on, on your private practice or um, do you, you know, how to start a private practice, it was just not getting the hit that I wanted. But I offered a, I offered a question that would have a solution in my response. And I think that that really is the best ads you can do. By the, by the way, you cannot consult, you can consult me all you want. I'm not an expert. I will redirect you to Lisa who will redirect you to someone else. <laughs> yeah. And I use well, levity too, by the way, I just want to mention too, one of the things I find also gets a lot of hits on social media is if you use levity mm-hmm. and I use that, you know, you, you've heard my podcast, you hear me here. And even in my social media, levity goes a long way for a whole lot of people. Can you give an example of that? Well, you know, like, you know, we, we, you know, we did episode one of season two together and you talked about the SEO and, you know, you block me on your, your, you block me on text because you don't want me to bother you about it. <laughs> I so it's a recurring, I know, but that's a recurring team. Oh. So now that I bring it up, everyone like, oh, now they remember SEO. And of those who get only to episode four, they're like, the hell are they talking about? Now I just said episode mm-hmm. one, then they go back to it. Okay. So with yeah. levity, you create something that people will have curiosity. What the hell does Steve mean? What is it, why, is picking, why is he picking on Lisa? Mm-hmm. Um, it, you know, and you talked about your microphone issue. I, I hopefully, mm-hmm. you know, the, the stuff that I did is if people go back to whatever that episode is, mm-hmm. I'm just letting people just guess. And I joked around with you about it and I just let it, no one noticed, but you noticed, I noticed. Right. And it just like creates that levity and like an inside joke, so to speak, that only mm-hmm. like your audience knows. And mm-hmm. I think that that's what helps with that levity. So that would be one of the examples. One of the the things I keep on going is people who always talk about the future. I'm a Buddhist, so you, you got to live the moment. Five, five years from now is not a given. So I always kind of like remind people that I put this on regularly on my uh, social media. 
What's your five-year plan? Listen, buddy, I'm just trying to get the Friday. <laughs> right. Okay. Gotcha. That's good. So uh, our uh, last question is is sort of like, well, um, where are you having success with your social media now? And how did you get there? I don't know if you can encapsulate that into a, a short story or something, but you know, where, where are you finding success and how did you get there? Being myself. Um, the easiest answer I can give is that, you know, the stuff that's on there, you know, if, you know, you, you know me a little bit, James, I know Lisa knows me a little better because of the history. And, you know, when she sees that post, she doesn't even, sometimes she probably doesn't even have to like, oh, who said that? No, she probably has a vague idea of who I am. Um, you know, and when I see something about, you know, an email list or a, a freebie that's related to some of the health stuff or even for podcasting, oh, that's got to be Lisa. And I don't even have to look at the name. So if you're consistent with your message, and that's why I have themes every single day of the week, um, except Sunday, I've started to not post on Sunday, just decided that uh, a couple of months ago. Um, it creates that, oh yeah, right. You know, Steve's going to be funny on Friday, or maybe he'll put that monkey again, who's trying to get the Friday. Um, it creates this consistency and that I think that that's what's. A... How about you, Lisa? What was the question again? Sorry. Success. success. Where have you found mm. success and how would you tell somebody to get there? So I would, well, my success is crazy. Um, I think because like during COVID, I really took the opportunity to do Facebook lives. And um, at the time I was repping an activewear brand. So I would do a workout like three times a week on Facebook live in the clothes. Um, but I would give a workout. So I was giving like, here's the workout I'm doing today. And um, I would write it out and I'd ha tell people, you know, do this workout, whatever. Oh, and if you're wondering about the clothes, blah, 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 come join my Facebook group. Um, and so I was able to generate a lot of interest. <laughs> but I mean, let's face it, I'm doing a workout and workout clothes. So everybody's watching. Like someone's going to watch. Someone's going to scroll. They're going to stay on the video. Um, so I got a lot of, you know, I'll just say attention. Um, looking back, am I proud of it? Like I knew what I was doing. Um I sold some activewear and that was my goal, right? I still wear the activewear. I still work out. Um, so, I mean, just be brave. Try new things. Um, don't be afraid to go live. You know, uh, you can pivot at any time. You can, t you can just give value. Like, figure out what you know, what you can share. And be you, like Steve was saying, like, just be yourself. Don't worry about the people who aren't going to like it because you're not their cup of tea. You, you can't please everybody, right? Um, and it's, it's, you know, we've all figured this out with our podcast. Like we know, like we've all come to this point in podcasting where we make a decision to like do what everybody else is doing or do we go our own path and figure out like what we want to talk about and who we want to talk to and how we want to be um, creating content. So we, it's similar with social media. You have to put yourself out there. Um, so I would just encourage people like if you want to build a brand, you got to put yourself out there. You have to be consistent. It is a marathon, not a sprint. Don't be afraid to go live. Don't be afraid to do the live stuff. Um, people will watch because they're super curious and chances are they wish they could be doing what you're doing. So they're really curious mm -hmm. about well, about how you're showing up. Like I follow people on Instagram, women that are older than me and how they're showing up. And I'm like, darn, she's got some some 
you know what, like, good for her. Like, do I want to show up like that? You know, she gets me thinking like, okay, at 50, you know, still got some life in me here. I still have things to offer. I still have a voice. Um, You know, follow people who inspire you, who bring you up. You don't have to follow people just because people are following them. Like, I unfollow people all the time because certain things showing up in my Mm -hmm. feed. I just don't have the, I don't want that energy in my life. Like, I just, that's the beautiful thing about it. It's our feed. We can curate it. We can see what we want. So, um, excuse me, um, I don't necessarily know where I'm going, but I guess it's just if you're going to build your personal brand, you've you got to put yourself out there. You have to get visible. Um, I think you, like you're doing with going into groups and adding value, like I think that that can work, but it also gets really tiring after a while. And you find like you, it's like busy work. It's almost like, yes, I could find somebody who needs what I have by doing this, but you could also be posting on your your own wall right. and just make an make a commitment to yourself that every day you're going to do you're going to go live or you're going to have a reel or you know you got to know what's working with the algorithm of course but if if your stuff is good and, and people like it and it's shareable that's what you want you want people to resonate with what you're putting out there so i'm not necessarily sure if what i'm saying is helping people who are listening Um, Like I said, I don't have a private practice. I don't think if I was if I was growing a private practice, I would not be going this route. I would be going a different route of, you know, networking, like Steve was saying, and connecting with people and and being a referral and getting out into my community and really pounding the pavement, talking to people, going to the counselor meetups, that kind of stuff, Um, which work because like I go to my counselor meetups here. I'm not a therapist in private practice, but man, I walk away with people wanting to hire me to coach them. So, you know, in whatever it is that they want to create next. So, you know, I just say be brave and put yourself out there. And it's, you know, social media, it's like it's like testing. It's testing your marketing. And some things are going to flop and some things are going to soar. But don't take it down because you never know who's going to come across it. Like I'll post a video and it might get like three likes or three views. But, you know, five weeks later, somebody might reach out and go, hey, you came across my feed for some reason. And I saw you talking about this. Like. Don't take it down. Keep it up. Like just because you don't get that immediate likes that you normally do, just just keep it there. It somebody will see it. So Yeah. Yeah. And we've all heard those stories where something blows up yeah. weeks or months or years. It's weird. After for um, some reason. Yeah. Social media is a blessing and a curse. You have to be aware of it, the limitations and you have to realize that so many people are trying to get attention that you you know, you have to almost be a shocking personality for some things, or you just have to continually show up and give good value. Um, I don't, I don't know of another way to do it. Um, that's why I love podcasting. I feel like it's, yeah. it's a wonderful tool for therapists. And, and I think every, you know what? I know I'm just going to put this out there. I think every therapist in private practice should have a limited series podcast about who they are and what they do. So you listen to me, listen to me, therapist friend who is trying to grow a private practice, especially in private pay. I'm talking to you, my friend, a limited series podcast about who you help and how you do it. Eight to 10 episodes, 15, 20 minutes, give them enough information that they are begging to work with you. And it's evergreen. evergreen. They will find you, have a lead magnet, have a call to action, want a free consultation. Like what? I. That is, if I was in private practice, that's what I would be doing. Awesome. That's just a message. Let's, 
that's great, Lisa. Thank you so much for uh, right. sharing your thoughts. Uh, I have so many thoughts. Uh, it was okay. <laughs> so let's move to uh, the takeaway. Uh, what's uh, what's uh, one thing you want the audience to take away from this episode if they could only remember one thing in their brain? Steve, do you have uh, one thing for them? I think that what I love the most of what was said today is the target audience that that person would not work with anyone that, who's going to be on your podcast. Having that target audience in mind mm-hmm. at all times. I think that if there was one takeaway, that's kind of what I've learned. But you saying it so pointedly in a good way and even at the end telling, hey, listen, I'm talking to you, therapist. It really, and you know, you're joking, but I also think that it without all joking aside, I think that's exactly what people need to hear. Target your audience Give them something to get to know you because I know that my, I can be abrasive for some people and for other people like, I need someone who's abrasive. Perfect. Let's, that's, that's great. So target your audience. And I think that would be the first, the, the, the takeaway that I would have for today. Yeah. And how about you, Lisa? Gosh, I mean, I love this conversation. I think there's a lot of, a lot of takeaways, um, but I would suggest, like Steve was saying, know your target audience and know that you don't have to be everywhere. Just go where your target audience is and get really good using that platform. Um, pick one or two platforms and just be consistent. Post, you know, in the beginning, you might have to post twice a day, mix it up, use some video, whatever that platform is, um, you know, favoring. Figure out what that platform is favoring and give the platform what it wants is what I would say. And then have a call to action. Always have a call to action. And it should Mm -hmm. be to an email list if you're not sure what you want to do quite just yet. Like always have a call to action that get them on an email or something. Fantastic. Great, great advice. My my one takeaway is like your personality is what's going to attract people to you. Uh, if, If you're bland, like if you're just posting, this is my service, but you're not posting those things that generate interest like the Facebook Lives or just... You know, hey, I, I can't take a selfie, right, Steve? Uh, <laughs> I still don't. Get, yeah, I know. Well, those are the things that generate the interest because I do some social media posts for other people and I can spend lots of time on like, this is their course and this is their thing. And then they'll post one thing like, hey, it's like, this is my birthday or my kids went to school today. And they're like, Oh, they get all the comments on those personal things, not the, not the, um, like they're still looking at the other things, but they get the reaction from the personality and from the things that people connect with. And so, um, I am afraid. So I'm, this is my, this is my secret. I'm afraid like, I like Godzilla and like Marvel movies and science fiction and like Dungeons and Dragons, like how many therapists like connect with me? On those types of things, like you'd I, be surprised, I don't know. you would be surprised. <laughs> like you would, I mean, seriously, put it. We'll just see what happens because you don't know. I, all right, yeah. I will let my nerd flag yeah. fly a little bit be... and see what happens. Yeah, uh, let it fly and see. Like in, in the background, you can if you're on the video, you can see my Legos yeah. back there. I have yeah. some Legos and toys and stuff. That's me. Like that is uh that is me, and I just I am a little bit of afraid. To be like, oh, am I? Do I want to buy a course from this guy who has Star Wars Legos on his shelf? Like, I don't know. But you're, well, you're, you, you are, gonna, are encouraging me. Yeah, I mean, you need to do it. Yeah. See what happens. I mean, because those are your people, James, and they want to, they want to create. They a are course, my people, and they might want to create a yeah. course. Yeah. So you don't, 
you know, and then, and they're looking for somebody and they, they may be like, oh, this guy doesn't speak my language, but James, he knows Legos mm-hmm. and, you know, they, they bond. <laughs> like, that's what it's about. People buy from people they know, like, and trust. Yeah. People yeah. buy yeah. from those that they know, like, and trust. Did you hear me? Because that is how this I works. Okay. Let's just remember that. All right. Well. Let, let's, uh, yeah, awesome. Let's wrap with that. Uh, thanks, Steve. Thanks, Lisa, for joining us. This is uh, the show where we encourage you to take small steps towards sustainable growth. We'll see you next time. Thanks again for listening to the Scaling Therapy Practice. If you have any questions about marketing or some comments about some of the content of the show, please send them to james at coursecreationstudio.com. We're looking to do our 12th episode is going to be a, a Q&A show. So we're hoping to get some questions from the audience that we can answer from uh, in, during that show with the panel. We just re- we really appreciate uh, the, the support you're giving to the show, the likes, the shares, the reviews. So keep those coming. I would like to thank Don Gabriel of Soul Care for Therapists, Steve Bisson from Finding Your Way Through Therapy, and Lisa Mustard of the therapy show with Lisa Mustard for dedicating their time to make this an awesome show. It's so much better having them uh, give their wisdom and insights. Um, They just make the show better every time that they are here. So I wanted to shout out to them. You can find them with the links in the show notes to their pages and what they offer and give their individual shows a listen. That would be awesome. We are a show that is for education, entertainment purposes. If you are looking for legal or accounting services or advice, please look for a professional in those areas. Scaling Therapy Practice is part of the SciCraft Network. PsychMaven is proud to support the Scaling Therapy Practice podcast. If you go to stp.psychmaven.com, you can take our free personal inventory and find out what your builder type is as a helping professional. This assessment is quick and fun, and it comes with tons of customized resources with your results, so you can discover the best ways to scale that match your own personality. Find the assessment at stp.psychmaven.com.